Well, it sounds like a set of contradictions. How can someone be a gay man and a devout Mormon? Well, that's a reality for 4 to 10% of members in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The time that I figured out that I was gay, I was probably about 16, I'd say. When I was about 12 or 13, I think that's when like it really got confirmed to me. I wasn't fully aware of it until the beginning of high school. But the church has never been one to back down on their stances. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has come under intense scrutiny. It will no longer bless or baptize children of same-sex couples. They're worried some messages may alienate them from their families, friends, and religion even more. They've even been scrutinized for former comments made by church leaders. If children have a happy family experience, they will not want to be homosexuals. Why would our Heavenly Father do that to anyone? Today, however, the church wants their LGBTQ members to feel welcome. I now speak directly to church members who experience same-sex attraction. We love you. You are welcome. We want you to be part of our congregations. The changes towards inclusivity has resulted in what some have tokened the gay Mormon decade. It says Mormons building bridges for the gay pride parade. Anyone who is a member who marries a partner of the same sex will no longer be excommunicated. The Mormon church is also endorsing the ban on conversion therapy. While gay members are grateful for messages of acceptance, many are still finding it extremely difficult to come out as gay and a member in the church. One person said that I don't have enough faith because if I had enough faith, Christ would heal me and I obviously don't believe in him enough and that I'm obviously choosing this because there's no way that it would be like natural and not a choice. LDS Family Services has estimated that there are about five members per ward that are attracted to the same sex. However, gay members still struggle to feel at peace with their identities. Initially, I think I would just look at myself in the mirror and just try to say the words like I'm gay and that was challenging. I'm still active. I definitely had to restructure the way that I viewed church. I definitely had to restructure lots of different pillars of my testimony. My entire relationship with Jesus Christ was based on the fact that he was supposed to heal me, right? And that, and I had no, and there was nothing else that the atonement was supposed to do for me. It was just supposed to make me straight. Furthermore, a 2016 study found a correlation between Mormon culture, norms, rhetoric, and LGBT youth suicide rates. Former LDS Family Services therapist Dr. Ben Shalati chalks it up to a lack of belonging and feelings of being a burden. You know, LGBTQ members often feel like they don't belong because the way that we're taught the plan of salvation is you need to be married to an opposite sex partner to be exalted, and if you don't do that, you don't fit into the plan. It was a pretty scary thing for me just because I knew it didn't work well in the church. Even after my mission, when I got back, I was still in this kind of mindset of, I have to keep it hidden. I can't talk to anyone about it. So, what can gay members do today if they're struggling? A gay member himself, Dr. Shalati has dedicated his career on helping others in their coming out process. We hate that we're gay for so long. Like, people have this shame. They feel like if they tell anyone, they're going to be this burden on their family and their friends. And so, maybe they'd be better if they just didn't exist. I crave that so much that I could be so open about myself and be true, but. It was just so scary. And so it's, it's very easy to then logically just tell yourself, okay, well, why should I even keep going? To leave or to stay in the church is a common question that many gay members encounter. And no situation is the same, so it's recommended to seek personal guidance. 
continues to be based on personal revelation, like seeking your own path, trusting God, and knowing what that means. Stephen, Hunter, and Dallin all experienced overwhelming love from God. Growing up in the church, you you were taught about how you can recognize bad things by how the Spirit feels or how you feel the Spirit, and you feel sort of like this negative guilt or pressure when you do something wrong. And I had definitely felt that before with other things that I had done or when I had sinned, but I never felt that when I was gay or when I was considering being gay. And I had this very profound spiritual experience. I felt very washed over by the Spirit, and it was a, just a very affirmative feeling that God loves me, He cared for me, He was aware of me, and just to keep holding on. And to me that was enough proof and that was enough reason to want to stay. I'm a spiritual man, I feel like I'm a man of God, I was raised in the church, I served a mission, I have a testimony, I believe in the Book of Mormon. All those things don't suddenly now have to become untrue because I, I also now believe I'm gay. And I, I don't like the idea growing up that those two things have to be mutually exclusive. So I'm just trying to integrate them. I've received confirmation about his love for me and how I'm his son and that, you know, he is watching over everything and, you know, he will take care of everything. After figuring out what you should do personally, the next important step is to actually come out to someone. Be open with people that you trust. Talking about it, being open, allowed the Spirit to teach me and help me know what path I should take. So I would say be open with people that you trust that like first year at BYU and I had a really good friend like Hunter I'm gay I'm just like hey I'm gay too and that was like oh my goodness so crazy I had made a friend in my ward who had come out to me I came out to him and we were developing a really good friendship that we were actually able to talk to someone else in our situation and you know when you haven't had that for such a long time and in this and in, in the LDS environment it was, it was really special. Finding friends and family to come out to is increasing as studies have shown that younger Latter-day Saints are more accepting of same-sex marriage. The biggest thing, I think, for me that really helped me in accepting of myself and my situation was finding the people who would be supportive and who would love me no matter what or where I was. There was nothing, you know, negative. Um, in the comments or responses of me coming out, I had a lot of support. I, my mom knew beforehand, so she said she loved me. And then a couple days later, my dad sent me a text just saying, like, hey, I love you. And that's, that's all I really needed. Just randomly, the state that they're in has this awesome program for parents and family members of uh, gay people in the church. And not only my dad has really gone, but my mom has gone. And she's really enjoyed listening to the experience of other parents and, and family members. Even with all the progress that has been made, gay members are still finding themselves in uncomfortable positions. There isn't a lot of room in the church to have different ideas about what you should be doing with your life or your salvation. Um, and as far as the church is concerned, as far as my status is that I'm not on the right path. When I had talked to one of my friends coming out, they had said, yeah, the singles ward will love you, you know, as long as you're keeping the commandments. And I'm like, that's hold up. It should never be the rule because that's not what God does. God doesn't love us if we're keeping the commandments. He loves us regardless if we're keeping the commandments or not. I personally was feeling that for my life, the church was taking more away from my happiness than it was giving in my happiness. I want to keep all the commandments I'm able. Uh, I want to be active in the church. I want to be serving in the church. I want to be you know, going to parties, I want to have friends, I want to have a social sphere, I want to have a moral system, 
everything about the church I want to still have a part of my life. Um, and I still want to, you know, bring someone I love to church and pick up kids from primary, all that fun jazz, you know. This poses the question, what can we do to make our gay brothers and sisters feel welcome? We need to figure out how, how people belong. We, we need to ask questions. You know, we need to figure out, well, if you experience same-sex attraction, if you're LGBTQ, you know, how do you fit in the plan of salvation? Like, let, let's ask questions, let's pray, and let's ponder, let's receive further light knowledge on all this. So I think some of the needs that people have is they need to know they're not burdens. That's very important. So we need to be actively and organically telling people who are different that they belong. And making sure not just telling them, but making, making a space for them to belong. Along with cultural changes, the past decade has yielded administrative change as well. Dr. Shiladi now works at BYU's Honor Code office and is making sure that LGBTQ students on our campus feel welcome. I know what it's like to be a closet student at BYU. The Honor Code um, was updated in, in February. BYU now has the Office of Student Success and Inclusion, which last year was able to plan some events for LGBTQ students specifically. I think those kinds of things are phenomenal. BYU even had a valedictorian that came out during his speech. As such, I stand before my family, friends, and graduating class today to say that I am proud to be a gay son of God. There's church-approved panels, websites, member podcasts. I'm Charlie Bird. And I'm Ben Shalati. Each episode, we discuss a question that we commonly get asked as LGBTQ Latter-day Saints. Books and even charity rock concerts like Love Loud, put on by BYU's own Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. I have these tools of like, you know, hey, if I want to put on a festival, we're going to put on a festival and at least some people are going to come out because Imagine Dragons is playing. The increase of exposure of gay Mormon voices is a huge win for the LGBT community within the church. However, there is so much more that can be done within our schools, meeting houses, homes, and most importantly, within our hearts.